are you ready to go quick fire this month? I am. I am. It's a new month. It's a new start. For all we know, it could be a new world. So let's jump right back in to the quick fire world. That is the Stasi hat of topics. I love the Stasi hat. It's, it, I hope they don't quote that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be politically controversial. Yeah. <laughs> you know, millions of people in Germany suffered under the Stasi, and I suppose uh, they might take offence. But fortunately, I suppose you'd, they'd be speaking mainly German, and we could hope they don't understand English. Just to put it more in context for those listeners who've never been aware of our Stasi hat, or your Stasi hat. It's my Stasi hat. I went to Berlin a couple of years ago, and I bought a Stasi hat as a souvenir. Um, not particularly because I'm a fan of oppressive secret police organisations, more as a as a sort of a, a souvenir of Berlin itself, a part of its history. And we use it every now and then, as it's pretty much the only hat we have to hand to take topics out of. Much in the same way that a uh, cheerful man at a Tom Bowler places his hand into a rotating casket. <laughs> Or Tombola, if you will. <laughs> Is the, I thought the Tombola was a competition, not the actual item. Uh, people get confused by this. I'm not too sure. I can't be truthful. Maybe we have to allege that. That's not bad. Already. People often get Wasn't mixed either... up by a, a Tombola and a raffle. Wasn't he the fourth Doctor Who? Because <laughs> <laughs> a raffle is the one where you, where you all have a ticket, and if an each... Oh, let me get this right. <laughs> See, I still don't know, and I'm thinking about it. One where each each prize has a ticket, right? And if you your number comes up, you get that prize, isn't there? Right. Okay. And then there's one that's a bit more like a lottery, and they pick a first, second, third place type thing. And if you come up first, you get the first choice of prize. Right. Okay. Or the number one prize, whatever that right, is. Right. We need to. That needs to be legend. I want to know for definite the difference between a tombola and a raffle and whether the tombola is the competition or the item in which the tickets are secreted. Or the Doctor Who. Or the Doctor Who. Right, but anyway, the hat, it's got bits of paper on with various topics, um, so let's jump in. Is that a hat you've got there? Yeah, with a bit of paper in it. What, right. have, what have you got? The first one is um, how many bodybuilding pop stars have had top ten hits in the UK singles chart? What do you class as a bodybuilding pop star? Because obviously Craig David has beefed up lately. He certainly has. He's like the new Andy Peters. He <laughs> <laughs> reminds me a little bit of um, a well-built man with a shaved head. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking old, though. He does look a little bit older. Is it because he's got, like, full stubble now rather than a chin-strap facial hair arrangement? Yeah, you can tell it's real hair, not he's just drawn it on with a biro. <laughs> So obviously he looks like he bodybuilds. What happened to his novels? Eh? He had like little had lychees on his head. Oh, them! I think he's had them shaved off. All oh, right. With, in my opinion, for the better. So the the extra bulk, the thick coating of stubble, the lack of lychees is now making him look about forty-five. Sounds about maybe he's forty-five. What would you prefer to look forty-five? Yeah. And buff. Yeah. Or youthful. And weedy. See, that's a tough one. And I don't know that I know the answer. Can I combine the two and be well-built and youthful? No. That's cheating. <laughs> In that case, I think I would have to go for the uh, youthful and weedy. Because I'd just rather have... Because that way, you know you've got your life ahead of you, but you've also got the time to build up the bulk if you want it at a later point. That's true. Whereas it's, if, it's you're 45, if you're 45 and well-built, and suddenly fashion turns towards the weedier, 
you know, you stop working out, it just turns to fat. I think there's a common sort of belief. People tend to grow into their looks as they age, don't they? Yeah. But if you're in your 20s and you look 45... <laughs> can you tell where this is going? <laughs> One of my old mates thought you looked 40 <laughs> when you were about 21. Yeah, I was, we were at uni, so I must have been... I probably wasn't even 21, because it was when we were living in the town hall... <laughs> So I would have been 19, 20 at the most, and he thought I was around 40. But I've had a bold patch since I was about 14. And it's not a bold patch as such. I've just got very thin hair and a double crown. It's fact. <laughs> it's fact. That's what it is. Let's have a look. There you go. Where's the second bit of the crown? I don't know. I can't see it myself. There's, there's the crown. Yeah, apparently I've got another one a little bit further Let's over have a look. to the right. That's what my hairdresser said. I think they're being polite. Really? I wish they'd oh. just stuck to asking me about where I'm going on the holidays. Technically, though, it's not a bald patch, because it goes round, like, but then you've got more in the middle of it. And so it's more of a bald crop circle. Yes! The <laughs> <laughs> aliens landed on tiny, your head. Tiny, microscopic alien <laughs> nanobots have landed on my head and done that to it. Anyway, bodybuilding pop stars. You've got, obviously, Craig David as a notable example from, from current times. Bodybuilding, though, I suppose... Bodybuilding, for me, actually means someone who's, like... Going into competitions yeah. for their physique. I mean, if Not you, just someone who goes to the gym. If you widened it to keep fit, then I suppose you could have um, Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> you know, Olivia Neutron-Bomb. That's right. She got physical. She did. And then did another a follow-up single to it that was pretty much the same but didn't do as well. There was a, a massive outroar when she did the... Uh, <laughs> what, this? <laughs> when she wore the... The towel round her neck, but nothing else. Really? It was almost as like... like it was, <laughs> Wait, when you say a towel round her neck, but nothing else, did she hang herself in the gym? <laughs> <laughs> no, That's we, not funny. We weren't that lucky. and We wouldn't have had Michelle Pfeiffer's career if... <laughs> That's true. No, no Olivia Newton-John, no Michelle Pfeiffer. That's, it's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. You could include their her, I suppose. I suppose. And that shot of her in the towel, it was almost as popular as the tennis girl scratching her bum. That poster? Yeah. Wow. Stop imagining it. I'm not, sorry, I'm not, it's, just, it's more the tennis one I'm focusing on than anything else. Could you count the Eric Prids video? That's keep fit, it's certainly not bodybuilding, and, and it's arguable whether the women are actually the artists. Yeah. But they're what essentially made it famous. Yes. Uh, is the bloke in it actually Eric? No, because he's been in, do you remember... The woman who's sort of leading the dance, the class. Yeah. Her and him are in another dance video later on. It's a much less successful song that I think is basically trying to build itself as an unofficial sequel to the Eric Prids video by having those two dancers in it. Uh, it's a bit like um, Never Say Never Again, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unofficial spin-off that's trying to be better than it is. It's a jumped-up little scrote of a video, if you ask me. <laughs> Have they got um, black wigs on, though? <laughs> I should think so. The problem with Never Say Never Again is it's a remake. Essentially, I'm sure we've covered this before, <laughs> innumerable times, we but have... it's always worth it for new time listeners. We're not having a bond penalty this month, though, are no, we? No, knock yourself out. And I think we've probably got to quickly, just very quickly, touch on Quantum of Solace. Okay. Title, like or hate? Neither. I just don't get it. Indifferent. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like a Bond title to me. You told me it was a bit too sci-fi. Yeah, quantum sounds science, like a little bit too sci-fi. Quantum, quantum physics. Quantum leap just sounds a little bit... And solace. Quantum generally means an amount, though, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah, because to quantify... It means to put an actual amount on something. Yeah, 
And solace is like... Being alone. Yeah, so... Oh, I don't know. Amount of alone. You see, that sounds rubbish. Yeah. But it does sound more Bond. Yeah, amount of alone yesterday. In gold. But that's it. Anyway, just a small departure there. Yeah, tiny one. But I can't think of any other bodybuilding pop stars. Did Arnie ever release a song? No, but Mr. T did. Mr. T. Mother, there is no other. Like mother, so treat her right. <laughs> he released an album, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think I know someone who's got one, the copy. The follow-up was a much less successful. Auntie, she gives me panties. <laughs> I can't imagine Mr. T ever saying the word panties. <laughs> I love that advert he's in. Oh, the the one with that chocolate bar. Yeah, that's the one. I don't know why I Genius. care about breaking... Let's name the product. I can't remember it, that's the point. Is it Ron Seal Quick Dry and Woodstain? Is that's it? the one. Get some nuts, exactly what it says on the packet. What other bodybuilding pop stars are there? I'm, I'm scraping the barrel already. But you can only come up with Craig David as your, as your flagship <laughs> artist. He's rubbish. Oh, I can't think of anyone. I'm sure all artists, to an extent, keep fit and go to the gym, because they've got to in this image-driven world in which we live in. Yeah. But I can't think of anyone who specifically launched a uh, pop single off the back of a bodybuilding career, not even Lou Ferrino. To link it into Bond a bit more, how about Grace Jones? She's a bit of an all-over-the-shop all artist, isn't she? Model, singer, actress? Both so. All she did was sit there and be Grace Jones Another, though, next to an old Roger Moore. Another bodybuilding link. Um, Dolph Lundgren's first film was View to a Kill. Who was he in that? It's just like some heavy in the background. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that again now. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Fascinating. Where I saw Dolph Lundgren recently and he's quite skinny. Really? He's like lost all his bulk. That's a shame. What's your favourite Rocky film? My favourite Rocky film is Rocky Four. Yeah. Clearly, it's the best one. It's the most OTT and yeah. uses all the cliches, but it is good for that reason. I suppose, then, you could link in Survivor. Yeah. Because although they're not bodybuilding, their songs inevitably are accompanied by a bodybuilding and exercise montage. Yeah. What's Which your is... What's your favourite quote from uh, Rocky Balboa? From Rocky Balboa? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's build some hurting bombs. I love that. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's not Mr. T that says it, by the way. You may have been confused by my generic guy from the Rocky Films accent. Yeah. Let's build some hurting bombs. Um, he looks old in that, though, doesn't he? He does he's look good. Apollo's trainer, training Rocky, who in turn was trained by Apollo. It's the circle of life. I do like Rocky Balboa. I think it rounds it off nicely. Yeah. But I'm wondering about this Rambo film that's coming out. I know we've mentioned it before, but it's it's due out uh, now. Now, we're due with an update, actually. Are you talking about the one that's due out in this country, or the one that's going to be made again? What? Rambo 5 has been greenlit off the success in America of Rambo 4. No way! <laughs> I didn't know that. Despite the fact that he punches a man's head. Clean off. <laughs> Apparently he doesn't. I... I've seen, in the trailer it looked like it, but since then I've seen another angle and it's clearly a knife. But I want him it to still punch a man's some head force, off. a punching motion, even with a knife, to take someone's head off. It's not a sword, it's a That's knife held in the fist. Small cutlery knife, isn't it, though? A butter knife. <laughs> From a cheese board. <laughs> I, love, oh, I love Rambo. That's a lie. I've only seen First Blood all the way through. I've seen First Blood... Ages ago, and I can't really remember exactly what happens. I've seen Rambo 2, and it's rubbish. And I haven't seen Rambo 3. 
I know we've touched on this before, but I have to reiterate it. The most stupidly titled series of films ever. Yep. Quickly we'll skip through. First Blood. Yep. First Blood Part 2. Yep. Come on, Rambo. Rambo 3. Mm, doesn't make sense already. Then the fourth film, which we thought the last time we mentioned this was going to be called John Rambo, like the Rocky Balboa way he went there, it's just called Rambo. So Rambo 3 is set before Rambo. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. It, and then and them studio executives have have the gall to criticise us for the madness of George III in case people wonder where the first two films have gone. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. You're not sneaking your shoddy film titles past me, Hollywood. Right, I think we've done body We've covered that. Now. Yeah, we've Next. done it to death. Is that this paper you've got there? Yeah, it's come out of a magic hat. Oh, lovely. Are the negative effects of mayonnaise on the arteries outweighed by the positive effects on the soul and the skin tone? Oh, harder question. Let's just uh, try and break that down. Okay. The negative effects of mayonnaise. What exactly are the negative effects of mayonnaise? Fat. Right, okay, that's not exactly a negative effect, though, is it, in itself? <laughs> <laughs> just a three-letter word out yeah. of context. Um, <laughs> negative effect of artery on, oh, the, on arteries. the arteries, then. That Fat clogging up. Fat, yeah, extra, too much saturated fat in the Cholesterol. System. Cholesterol, calories. Yeah. Bad. Ironically, are they outweighed by the positive... Well, literally. Yeah, outweighed. Because the fat's quite heavy. Yeah, that's... Right, so you've got one here. I'm going to make a motion with my hands. So my left hand, which represents the uh, negative effects now, is the heavier of the two. Positive effects on the soul. Well, that's... The soul hasn't really got any weight to it at the minute. So, yes, negative effects do outweigh it. Skin tone. I wouldn't suggest rubbing mayonnaise on your skin at all. <laughs> it's not. Purely for consumption. I don't know. I would say the good effects outweigh the bad. It's a balancing act, ultimately. <laughs> You've got to moderate it. How like much everything. is the soul weigh, though? We're we talking literal weight here, I would say. Literal is zero, then, isn't it? A, a quantum amount. Yeah, it's, it's zero. Have I just said a, an amount amount? I don't think it's you not did. like a pin number. Yeah, quantum amount. Yeah, it is. Forget that. Skin tone. Well, again, it depends on how much you eat and where you're putting it. What are positive effects on skin tone? Brightly, sort of shining skin, is that? Is that what we're talking oh, about? Smoothness. Now, that's a Labrador. <laughs> oh, yeah. With marabone jelly. Okay. Because oily skin is, is bad. Yeah. Technically. And mayonnaise, that's going to give you oily skin, isn't True. it? True. So I think that's an overwhelming no. Yeah, unfortunately it is. Pound for pound, it is outweighed. Is, we agreed on that? Yeah. Okay, that's covered. Spin on. It's done. Now, this one's good. This shuffle. That's a good shuffle. It's a starzy shuffle. Yeah. It's like an iPod okay. shuffle, but you're more likely to get something good out of it. Why, still... why is it that your MP3 players always churn out songs that you, you really don't want? You put it on shuffle and you end up with a song... Why is it that you get these songs that you think I've never heard? I, don't, I can't. I can't recognise who's singing. No, I don't even know what album it's on. I don't know what era it's from. Do I own this? Probably not. I downloaded it illegally. But anyway. <laughs> but can I just say that, especially in regards to downloading podcasts, doing it illegally is bad. Not well, that we charge. We, no, we don't we charge did, at all. So if it's we did, good. I mean, purely for counting purposes. Yeah. You know, we're not making money, but we are vain. Right. Oh, this is good, and, it, and coming out of the Stasi hat is quite appropriate for it. Which 20th century armed force had the most fetching uniform? Stormtroopers. They're not 20th century, as 20th we know. 20th century folks, no. did you say? No, no, sorry, no. And, that, and as we all know, that happened a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far so away. So it's not really 20th century. How do you know? It could be the 20th century of that galaxy. 
It's not. Technically, if we're not talking <laughs> AD, if it's not Anno Domini, yeah, then I suppose it could be 20th century of the universe, which is millions of years ago. Billions. I don't know, crabs. Billions. But if we're sticking to conventional 20th century, and we are immediately getting rid of any sort of evil connotations, so that's the Nazis out. Yeah. And probably not fetching really. Not, no. There's a certain authority that's carried with a Nazi uniform, I think. But, again, mainly for the purposes of evil. It depends. Do you want something that's formal? Or what, and what do you mean by an armed force? Do you mean a, you know, a legitimate military organisation? Because there are armed forces that, you know, if you want something a bit more freeform, a bit more uh, smart casual, you know, like sort of, I don't know, the IRA. They're an armed force. <laughs> but they haven't exactly got a uniform, have they? No. You no. Know, ETA. They, I imagine they've got a sombrero in there somewhere. <laughs> so, it depends what you want. The Taliban. <laughs> if you go into, um, you know, a market in Afghanistan, they'd probably be the most fetching uniform to have. Most practical. By fetching, I'm going to mean sexy. Okay. So I don't think any of the above qualify. Okay. And also, I want to clarify that I in no way endorse any of those organisations. No. I'm purely talking from a fashion point of view. Likewise, though... I'm not going to take the Mickey enough for you to come and bomb my house. Yeah, good to cover it off at all points there. So, yeah. sexy uniforms. Um, struggling with that, I think. So am I, I don't really know any... Uh, well, for me, sexy would mean it'd have to be like a female uniform, personally. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know any female uniforms, a huge amount. The only, the only, I know the sort of standard British Army uniform now, but it's not exactly fetching, is it? It depends on what spin you put on it, really, doesn't it? Because if you if you if you go for like the the calendar shot cliche of the sort of tight fitted white shirt and open top and short tight skirt, yep. But it's not really the uniform sort of that's like, doing that, is it? You sort of do you mean like the you, you know the Muse video? Yes. Where the women are in the uniform dancing on the table. Yeah. Sort of like that. Obviously, that would get my first vote. But it's not really an official military uniform, is it? No. I don't so, think you'd get um, arrested for impersonating an officer in that uniform. No. You're more likely to get arrested for indecent exposure. If anything. Oh, I'm going to have to plump for the AA. An <laughs> armed force. And would, would you seriously have a load of raving alcoholics guns? <laughs> okay, the RAC. <laughs> the Royal Automobile Constabulary. Is that what it stands for? No, I think I'm confusing it with the RUC, the Royal Ulster Constabulary. <laughs> I'm going to go for the um, Norwegian Air Force. Okay. That's it, done. Ledger that, I want to see what it looks like, but I'm prepared to accept. I don't even know if Norway's got an Air Force, to be honest. If we're working on the understanding that all Scandinavian women are blonde stunners, then it's got to be some sort of Scandinavian one. Okay. It's the final bit of paper. What, just there? Just there. What's it say? How many bearded pop stars have had top 11 hits in the UK singles chart? Hang on. Top 11. That's quite how many? How many bearded weight building? Weight building? No, nothing to do with bodybuilding, weight yeah. building. How many Weight Watchers pop stars? No. Four. Bearded. How many bearded pop stars? Chris Christopherson. He had a few singles out, didn't he? Top 11? I would guess so in his heyday. Um, Does Craig David count again? Yep, he'll have to. He had a, he had a beard. Dr- drawn on, but it's ultimately a beard. Okay. Nickelback guy? He's got a beard, definitely. Chad Kruger, is it? Chad. How do you pronounce Is it Kruger or Kroger? Or Kroger. Or Kroger. Or Kroger. It looks like it's of South African descent. Can you, can, you, can you say that country without using the accent? I can't. <laughs> South African. 
<laughs> hmm. I don't know. Beard. Oh, badly drawn boy. Did he have a beard? I'm sure he had a beard. Yeah. I bet a lot of the indie kids have beards. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh Barry that, White had a beard. That guy. Oh, beard face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, beardy. Yeah. <laughs> MC Beardo. ZZ Top. Yeah. They're probably the main exponents of the beard, aren't they? In the pop world. Pop rock world. Yep. Who's that guy who did... Who's changed his name? Cat Stevens. Oh, he had a beard. He had a massive beard. Oh, um, Islam something. His name is now, isn't it? Yeah. He did. He redid Father and Son with Ronan Keating. He Unnecessary. Obviously, obviously hasn't got a TV or a radio, has he? No. Because you would <laughs> Firstly, you wouldn't let him cover it in the first place. Then you wouldn't think, oh, that first cover version was so good, I'll do a, a remake of it. Unnecessary. Un- I think it's more um, Ronan Keating's marketing people desperate to re-release Father and Son. I bet if you go back to like the 70s, there's beards all over. Bee Gees. Obviously the Bee Gees. Rick Wakeman. Yep. See, if you go back in time, they're all over the shop. And nowadays, the indie kids have got them. I bet the beard, the beard dry point in the charts was the 90s. The Beatles? They had beards in the latest period. There's beards all over the place. I don't think you we can count this. You can't, no, there's far too many. Who's your favourite beard? John Logie Beard. <laughs> I think that's a mispronunciation there. I'm going for Brian Blessed. Yeah, he's a good, good one. Or, um, oh, what's he's got a funky beard? The guy, the old guy, the country music old guy. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. He's got a funky beard. I love that. It's that... like a little wispy one, but he's tied it in various knots. Does that website still exist? Oh! Who's your favourite Willie or something? No, it's what's in it. Um, are you a, are you a Kenny? Kenny? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, that's it. The gambler himself. That must be getting on for ten years ago that we looked at that website. Absolutely. I just submitted a picture of Santa and claimed it was myself. Well, when I say a picture of Santa, it was a picture, a drawn picture of Santa. I don't believe I took a photo of the actual Santa. No. I've never... It was more like an artist representative. <laughs> yeah. Look at this man Absolutely. stealing presents from under the tree. <laughs> Have you seen this man? I think but, you'll find he's a myth. But, <laughs> but beards, I think probably harder to find would be moustaches. Solo mustachioed artists. Well, certainly singer, singers with moustaches. We struggled once. I remember previously trying to think of mustachioed people. And they were all your obvious Des Lynham and... Tom Selleck type of people. Yeah, not really many in the pop world, I suppose. No. not Certainly not in the current era. Well, Lemmy's got a bit of a tash, hasn't he? He's got like the traditional biker tash that goes all the way round down to his chin. But you, you, you just sort of segued from the modern era to Lemmy. <laughs> it just jumped into my head. I couldn't help it. He's still alive anyway. Yeah, he's not exactly releasing <laughs> new singles though, is he? No, unfortunately. I think probably the... The most recent Tash I can think of is the guy from The Killers. Yes, he's fully tashed up, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bit of a spivvy Tash, though. He's a yeah, bit little it's not proper. Tash. I don't think you can get away with a Tash, because I don't, I, don't like, I don't think spivvy Tashes work in the modern era. No. So you can't get away with that. They're very Therefore, often the time. only type of Tash you can get away with is an older gentleman who is probably taller and broader than average. Yeah, you need to have the weight to carry a to carry a tash off. Hence your Selleck or your, your Selleck. Tom Selleck looks wrong without a, a tash. Did you see that episode of Friends where, where he got rid of it? Yeah, yeah, it didn't quite look right, and he had a new modern hairdo, and he's all spiked and gelled up. It, nah, give me Magnum any day. Whatever happened to Tom Selleck? Because he's in a. It was a massive, massive star, wasn't he? Yeah, from Magnum, he was like he was basically the uh, the ruler of the Hawaiian-based crime-fighting world. Yeah, 
They just dropped. He didn't really do anything. Three men and a little lady, three men and a baby. That was it. He did a for a film decade. called Her Alibi. Oh, and he did that rubbish Australian western, Quigley Down Under. There's a sequel of that, <laughs> I think. I think I've recently seen a sequel. <laughs> really? Video shop, yeah. We'll have That's, to look that up. This is a, right, okay. And I want to actually add on a sub-ledger point to that of Australian westerns. Okay. So Selick, Selick slash Quigley. Because there's a sort of a Western Australian crossover. There's like that, the, the new film that came out not long ago, The Proposition. Yeah. Australian Western. There's Quigley Down Under and it's lesser known sequel. That new film <laughs> that came out about three years ago. <laughs> I've only seen it recently. And then, of course, there's there's the oddity, which is the Australian cowboy that goes to America, Lightning Jack, with Paul Hogan and a young Cuba Gooding Jr. What about Crocodile Dundee as well? It's not really a Western, though, is it? In the traditional sense of... I suppose when you're talking about Australian Westerns, you can't have a traditional Western. No. But in the set in the 18th century, 18th, 19th century, that's what I mean. What's your favourite Crocodile Dundee film? I've not seen a Crocodile Dundee film. Not one? Nope, not one, or two, or even three. Mine's Crocodile Dundee 4. That doesn't exist. Well, oh, which is by default your favourite one. It's just called Crocodile. <laughs> Mick, Mick Dundee. <laughs> no, I've not seen one and I've no intention of seeing one. Right, have we got anything else left in the hat? No, the hat is completely empty. I think our work here is done. <laughs>